This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go again. Happy 4th of July. Uh, got more hoops to talk about. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Uh, so we got free agency underway. It's so many moves um, that's being moved around. And I'm super excited to uh, really cover everything. And I came in one episode because, of course, we're short form content, which you will be hearing in the ads later. Um... A lot of moves being made. Um, there's a lot of winners um, <clears throat> that are happening and a lot of losers. Um, what free agency is telling me about the new CBA is that uh, the owners, uh, a lot of pressure will be put on them. And the GMs, <clears throat> even if they present something that may be very, very beneficial as it pertains to winning, they may not be have they may not have the flexibility in their salary cap in order to compensate for such reasons. Uh, CJ McCollum is getting out <laughs> for having a new CBA set the way it is. Um, I'm not quite sh- so sure how to feel about it yet. Um, I know there's going to be a few signings in which teams are going to have to be broken up at a certain point in time because once their contract starts to balloon that then puts more pressure on the actual salary cap if I'm reading the CBA right um and we have a lot of winners we also have a lot of if it feels like a lot of max contracts are being handed out in terms of extensions you got Anthony Edwards the mellow ball Therese uh, Halliburton um Desmond Bain all signing um 200 million and up um, and we had a couple of them signing for a quarter billy shout out to the quarter billy episode um, what I really want to get into is free agency and what it really represents um, you're looking at the Los Angeles Lakers who were swept in the Western Conference Finals I'm looking at them and they've gotten better they've gotten younger um, they've gotten a lot more wings they grabbed the Cam Reddish who I still feel like hasn't uh, played to his full potential um they kept Rui. They kept Austin Reeves. They add uh, Gabe Vincent, who's beloved in Miami, um, defensive guard who can hit cut shots for them when they need it, um, and just giving different looks. They got Torian Prince. Um, I'm looking for them to go ahead and you know get one more big, you know, uh, to really just complete their size of of everything and. As it stands right now, the way free agency is, um, I'm looking at the Lakers, and they could be very well the Western Conference favorites um, in terms of appearing in the finals. And, um, of course, the Suns upgraded with getting Bradley Bill, uh, but they still got to fill themselves out. They ended up signing an Aaron Gordon. Uh, I said Aaron. Eric Gordon. Um, savvy vet. Knows how to get a bucket. 
knows his role in terms of his stage and his career, and he can give a lot to the Suns. So it's up to them. We're filling out the rest of their roster, and uh, I look forward to it, you know. Uh, don't know why I didn't start this off. Dane, you heard my episode, bro. You had to. Ain't no way. I recorded the episode, and the next day, before we formally put it out, uh, you asked for a trade. Congratulations. You're no longer running from the grind. You are running to the grind. Heat Nation. You was in Pembroke Pines today, homie. You was in C.B. Smith Park. I hooped there a bunch of times. I'm really, yeah, we really from South Florida. Uh, congratulations. You've, you've now came into the fold. Now, now, instead of getting Dame reports on a daily basis of whether you want to stay or not, I'm now getting reports that they may not compensate the Miami Heat, even though Dave requested to go to the Heat after he gave y'all 11 years, blood, sweat, and tears, wanted to stay, wanted to build. Uh, if it so happens, outside of my pure Miami Heat fandom bias, I have smoke for y'all for an office. Don't y'all dare do it. And it's not about me being a Miami Heat unapologetic fan. It's more so about the absence of loyalty as it presumes to the front office. I'm looking at a Marcus Smart and reports came out that he was told the week before that he is untouchable. This man dyed his hair green for your franchise. Who would want to play there if they don't have security? And you're looking at the Jalen Brown, how they're hanging out over his head and then he's, he was in trade talks when KB wanted out and just a lot of disloyalty as it pertains to the front office, but this picture, this narrative that the media has if somebody wants out or somebody uh, wants to leave in free agency is specifically built in for the owners. You can say where I play, but I can't control my destiny. And when I do control my destiny, it's attached with a narrative that can sully up my ability to get contracts or sully up my quote-unquote legacy for after I stop dribbling this basketball. It's sick. It's nasty. And again, outside of me being a Miami Heat fan, I want to remove my bias. If the Blazers sit them elsewhere, oh, I'm coming on here and I'm potting. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I'm potting. It ain't even going to be about the Miami Heat at that point. I'm, I'm just potting. Y'all got to cut it. Y'all owners got to cut it out, man. Anyways, Let's get into the real world. We're going to keep this episode nice and short. I know y'all want to get back to uh, y'all festivities or whatnot. Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media then wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media then provides short form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. Elon Musk. I log into Twitter. Uh, and I hear Ray Limit 
exceeded in a timeline I go crazy. Rate limit exceeded. Anybody getting rate limit exceeded? This man tweet out rate limit exceeded is for 6,000 is for verified, uh, 600 for unverified, and I think it was like 400 for unverified new accounts. And to quote Mr. Damson himself, I built this brick by brick, and I'll be damned if you don't like it, destroy it, another another talk. I don't want to cuss on here. Alright, anyways, go watch Snowfall. Front end to the back. Great series, elite acting. Essentially, probably the best acting I've seen on live television. Babson, I am a fan. You gonna be him if you're not already. Anyways, we built Twitter. Here's the thing about capitalism in America. You see. A lot of the good things are going to be ruined in the name of a profit. Again, I'm an artist out of Brown County, small town, Miramar. We do got a platform, but of course, social media allows you to have platforms. I'm looking at the music industry and how it is content driven, but more importantly, it's money driven. Now, when you're money driven, it's going to dilute your product. If you do regular business, if you do e-commerce, if you get a cheaper product, you raise the ability to now have people return your product. You now have the ability for other people to leave bad reviews and you leave the quality control in question. Elon, we built Twitter, made it what it is today. Musicians, artists, actors, entertainers have all built this social media app. There's so many memories that we have attached to Twitter. You look at Drake, Meek. You look at um, Chad being gone and how it was announced via Twitter. I'm looking at Kobe's last tweet. There's so much things attached to Twitter that will forever remain in our in our minds. Um, so when you say rate limit has been exceeded and I'm looking at the at the craziness that's going on in France, it says a lot. I'm looking at information that we're missing out because of said limit. It was telling. You know, information is a crazy thing. And that's another thing that will start to dilute certain markets and certain things um, that we, you know what I'm saying, grew up on to to love. Um, Information can cause a lot of misconceptions to now be uh, looked at the proper way. And when you look at certain things the proper way, you now have a distaste for that, right? Um, Looking at a hot dog. Every hot dog you eat takes off 18 minutes of your life. You're looking at a cigarette. We know about cigarettes, but when it was first marketed to us, it was this thing for you to look cool. If you go back to look at commercials, when the cigarettes first became a thing, it was a thing to look cool. And now we have these commercials that are now painting cigarettes in a bad light. You know what you're getting yourself into 
due to the information, and that may cause a distaste for glizzies. That may cause you to look at squares like exactly what they are, squares. You may not never want to pick up a cigarette because of the information that you now know. Well, the information that we now know about you, Mr. Musk, is that you're looking to turn a profit like you turned a profit to Tesla, which is a multi-billion dollar company of yours, sir. Nah, we ain't going. I get it. Twitter Blue is a cool feature. Maybe one day I'll indulge. But what you're essentially doing is bullying the people, the very people that built your platform into giving you money when you're a multi-billion dollar man. Not a million. I want to make sure that DS doesn't come out. You're a multi-billion with a B, billion dollar man who's looking to turn a profit as quickly as possible to a product that you knew you were taking a loss on, which is why you fired all of those programmers who's been there for a while, which is why you now want to change the narrative of certain things. And we ain't going, my brother. Granny, you said it was temporary. We acted out of order, but you better not put any more limits on the app that we very built. You know, people will find other alternatives. Twitter have for as long as I can remember, and I've been on Twitter since 2009, uh, it's always been our newspaper. It's always been our ability to think our thoughts for other people to react to in real time. So, Mr. Musk, you better watch it, pal. All right? So, at the end of it all, we're going to get into real talk. Going to be nice and easy. Stephen A., Mr. Stephen A. says that he will only have to answer to Milwaukee uh, and Boston if Dame comes. I smell cap. <clears throat> I smell a whole heap of cap. Please eliminate Boston from any contention of us. You guys have no real point guard. And we've seen in real time what we do when we send Jalen Brown left. And we see in real time what happens when you get a body on Jason Tatum. Nothing. Yeah, y'all came back from 3-0. That was cute. Y'all still lost. And we would have beat y'all the year before I had Jimmy hit that shot. So, no, I have zero fear in the Boston Celtics. I have zero fear in the coach. I have zero fear in both of you guys as superstars if we get Damian Lillard and somehow manage to keep Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. And the word out on the street is that Portland does not want Tyler Hero. I doubt Tyler Hero will be a heat in the beginning of October when the season, when the preseason starts. Uh, maybe a Brooklyn net. If somehow, some way, we are able to keep Tyler Hero with having Josh Richardson, with having a Kevin Love who's a champion, with having hopefully BBL Lott, I'm sorry, hopefully having Lowry removed from the team with the contract that he has, um, even though he has some great moments, bad ones too, but a lot of good moments off the bench. Oh yeah, it's it's a wrap. Uh, Giannis, you'll have to average 40 and 10, 15 presumably, which you're coming back with the same team. And y'all have won free agency for the most part on the Eastern Conference side of things. Milwaukee will be the only concern. There's no one else. No one. And you would have to go bonkers. And I wholeheartedly believe in Bam Adebayo. I pray that this free agency allows us to get some size. That way we can spell Mr. Bam at the four. You know what I mean? Thomas Bryant, uh, solid pickup for a backup. Don't know if uh, Spoh starts him. 
I doubt it. Um, he could get you a bucket. You seen what LeBron did with him when he was given quality minutes in LA before he was shipped off to Denver when he ultimately won the championship. Uh, I have no fear in my heart. Yeah. My fear at that t- point in time will then be the Western Conference um, champions, and it depends on how we fill out after Dame. I have zero fear, respectfully. That's what I felt we were missing the most. I'm looking at Jimmy Butler, looking tired, looking hurt. Uh, Bam fought. He fought. He would have won that finals MVP if we somehow managed to steal the championship from Denver. But we were missing a three-level scorer who could go get it anytime you need him to go get it. Pick, no pick, from 50, from 30, from midi, from the rim, from the line. It don't matter. And that's Damian Litter. He just averaged 32. He's him. He's him. And all he needed was a squad. And everybody around the league knew all he needed was a squad to allow him to be competitive. Because you know how gruesome it gets night in, night out. You having a guard, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, the best guards in the world at a super heavy position. You're looking at Jimmy's ability to go swing out and go get something. And then you're spelling him with the Josh Richardson, who's a lengthy defender, who's already knows the system, who is a great defender. Um, he comes back and he's comfortable. Yeah, I have no fear in my heart. Chris Taps, you're cool. Jimmy giving you the business. Jimmy giving you the business. And don't get me started on Bam. Bam is, yeah. If he's fighting with Jokic like that, my brother, imagine what he going to do to you in a seven-game series. Respectfully. That being said, I'm going to let y'all get to y'all festivities. I'm signing out. Until next time. Yeah.